Today on Fat, Broke, and Single, we will be talking about coronavirus and unemployed. I'm here with Kyle. Kyle, what do you have to say about coronavirus? I mean, I think that the statistics and all the numbers prove that it's basically something else is going on. Either they're not telling us, or this is just mass hysteria. I think it's interesting the way that the economy is kind of acting because it's not actually silver hasn't gone up yet nothing's really happening it was just a panic I think that's that's probably one of the weirdest things it's just panic everywhere over nothing's really happened yet what is it how many cases are in the US right now because didn't Italy something just happened it's like 500 and something cases right now that uh, have died America deaths. yeah America the other day was at like a hundred it just broke I can double check right now uh, I find it interesting the whole, I don't know how many states are going to shut down, because, what is it, Washington and California, possibly New York, like Montana has five cases and they want to shut down the state lines too. That's pretty crazy. I don't even know what's happening there. Unemployed. That's an interesting topic. I think, I don't know, it's hard Because when is the exact date when people are going to be able to go back to work? I can't even imagine the money crisis with that. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is worldwide, by the way. Oh, okay. Uh, it looks like 14,641 deaths. 98,627 uh, recovered. Yeah, so, I mean, 98,000, that's just over. Like, that's... 20,000 more than we had in deaths from the flu two years ago. So that's worldwide, too, so I don't understand why. So I saw something the other day. Coronavirus has a 97% survival rate. And someone's like, why the fuck should we be afraid of coronavirus if it has a 97% survival rate? And someone goes, if I gave you 100 Skittles and said three of them could kill you, you can eat the Skittles? Well, I mean, you only eat one. Yeah, which... It's stupid, but See, 97%, I mean, what is it? The You're only in danger if you're young, previous lung condition, or over the age of 61. Why is everyone else yeah, freaking out like so that. much? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's if it's just as bad, or if it's 3% fatality, which, if these numbers are correct, that's basically true. Um, why... Why do people care so much? Because it's just like everything else. Like, getting into a car is just as bad. So I think your Skittles analogy is kind of bogus because would you still drive a car because you're more likely to die from a car accident than you would be getting the coronavirus and dying from it. Because hmm. not only are you, do you have to get the coronavirus to be in that 100%, uh, and then you're only 3% of you are going to die. Like, it's not even up to, like, 50-50 on if you're going to get it or not which is what they say is going to happen here in America. Wait, they say it's going to be 50-50 chance you'll get it? Yeah, they say half of Americans are going to get it. Well, those are just the confirmed cases. Yeah, and now they just implemented that thing where, what is it, hospitals don't even want you to go in anymore. They yeah, just, just emergency rooms. Yeah, quarantine yourself. So it's not even including all the people that <clears throat> have it. No one really knows they have it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just as bad as anything else. Like, if it's flu season and you're high risk, which is essentially the same people who are going to die from the coronavirus, maybe you shouldn't be going out and you should just take care of yourself instead of having the whole world suffering from this as if it's a pandemic that's going to kill everybody. And I think that's all way out of hand. And I think it's ridiculous that people are buying out all the... Tissue paper, toilet paper, paper towels, and hand sanitizer. Because what they've told us to do is literally basic, like, common practice of what you should do for basic hygiene. It's ridiculous. Like, I understand buying out food. If you're going to be quarantined, like, there's people with five to six people. Isn't the average, like, three to six people in your household? I understand buying out, like, canned goods and everything else, but... Toilet paper and everything, like, I, I don't get that. That is so stupid. 
Yeah, it's it's pretty excessive. I some people. <laughs> but some people just like say. how how fast are you going through toilet paper to where you need to stockpile it? Especially when this disease like the virus does not cause you to use an absurd amount more or anything like that. Would that be an issue? What is the average statistic on how many squares a person uses on the toilet? Because I am curious now. <laughs> I don't know. That's a weird question. Well, okay. Yeah, I, I don't even know. But given approximately how many fifty-seven bought, sheets per day. For how many people? Is that per person? Per person. Yeah. What ply TP is that? <laughs> ply matters, man. Like I can, if it's like that single ply shit, you're gonna go through a lot. But if it's the nice bougie soft I, stuff, I am the other way. I, if it's softer, I'll use more because I'm worried that it's gonna <laughs> absorb through all of it. It's probably rational, but I don't know. Oh man, I had a conversation with this lady behind a bar in Montana the other day, and she says to me, "I don't care why." Everyone's freaking out over not using teepee. Like, I had to use a rag when I was younger. And my first response was, that's disgusting. She goes, why is it disgusting? You just wash it afterwards. I'm like, no, that's disgusting. Why the hell would I be using it? She's like, you need to learn how to use a rag. I'm like, no, I will fight for the <laughs> tissues. If there's no teepee, I will find something else to use. That you have to clean it every single time you yeah. use it. Which, pro tip, when you go to a restaurant, tell them you're ordering for 10 people as takeout and you'll get extra napkins. No. So. Who wants to use napkins? <laughs> Just If it's that bad and you need it, go sit in the line for Costco to be one of those 20 people let in. The one thing I have learned with the whole teepee being out thing... All these other cloths, I don't know what it is about them. They are so much more absorbent than toilet paper. I don't know what it is. It is the strangest do you want, thing. Do you want toilet paper to be absorbent? No, you don't. But yeah. you obviously want paper towels to be absorbent because you're wiping up liquids off a countertop. Yeah, I, this is an interesting thing. I'm still on that site looking at how many you how many sheets you use per day. It says 8.6 uh pieces per trip how many times Holy are people going or is it just like statistically like i i understand like women are going to use more or like they're going to have to use tp every single time but does that really change it by that much how and many like people will like blow their nose go that far as well that that's that'd be an interesting because that might be part of that because yeah. i know a lot of people they don't use tp just for blowing their nose because it irritates the skin under their nose and everything but huh interesting toilet paper what would we do without it we're finding out right now i feel like i should just flex on everybody and go TPing <laughs> so that i can show that i'm so wealthy and have nothing better to do with my time and precious resources and oh, litter it on someone else's house so hand sanitizer is the other one which i find it interesting that number one thing was wash your hands shower don't touch your face i tend to do that already just saying I, basic hygiene like i was saying before but it's... hand sanitizer was the interesting one because it got all bought out and there was someone up in where was that oregon or idaho or washington somewhere these kids they bought out all the hand sanitizer from like all the cities in their vicinity and they were forced to donate all of it because they tried cornering a market on sanitizer amazon they were doing it on amazon and oh they were they caught. yeah oh, okay um but here's a funny thing people are stealing hand sanitizer from other places so my friend amanda she works at a holiday inn she had a gallon of hand sanitizer stolen off the front desk of a hotel <laughs> someone just took it that, and the other day I saw a video, there are these people over at some campus, the little hand sanitizer thing, they had mini bottles of hand sanitizer that were empty and they were pumping it into them. That's, that's the stupidest thing. I mean, well, hand sanitizer... Hand sand, just wash your hands with soap and water. Well, it, it's the whole fear of like when you touch something like the gas pump or anything else that everyone's touching or the handle on a door. Why not be... you go through it, if you want to be allowed to touch your face without contracting this disgusting virus... <laughs> 
That's well, why they have it. The people funny, are compulsively is, like doing that. It dries out my you, head. I, the, I think the funniest part is you cannot even be like in the movie What About Bob? You cannot even carry TP in your pocket to open door handles because we're all out. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably the best part. Hygiene is gone. Um, unemployed, though. That's interesting. Restaurants are shut down. That's a fat bummer. I am just waiting for America to just catch up with it and realize we don't like not being able to go out to eat. I love to go out to eat. I actually had an interesting conversation with a friend last night, and uh, her dad is the owner of a small, it's like an upscale, what's a good way of putting it? What is a good way of putting it? I don't want to say what it is, just in case. But anyway, they sell like flowers and trees and stuff. Oh, um, a uh, nursery. Nursery. There you go. I don't know why yep. I couldn't think of that. Anyway, they're in a nursery and it's an upscale nursery. So it's definitely luxury and like wealthy people are the people who are going to be shopping there because it's all like for designers and stuff. Uh, but he was talking and he's getting a lot of flack on social media for staying open uh, through all of this. And he's like, all these people, they're saying great. They're like, oh, we love you so Like we love visiting, but you guys really got to shut your doors. And he's like, if you love visiting, we need to keep the doors open because if we close them, they're not opening again. Because people aren't taking into account, like, a lot of people that are for this whole shutdown, they're not actually thinking about the repercussions of uh, businesses closing because they're going to take a lot, take on a lot of payroll debt, and they're going to, because you got still, unless you're firing everybody, you still have to pay out a certain amount. You got to still pay your rent. You have fixed costs to the business. It's not like you're just not making money. It's you're losing money. So to close down, you have to pay money to do that. And the government also is paying yeah. more money. So I, I think a lot of people are thinking small when they look at that. Because if we continue with this, a lot of businesses are going to close. Um, and they're not going to reopen. A lot of um, people are going to be out jobs afterwards. And those jobs, like, I don't think that's that big of a deal innovation will happen and someone's going to create some new job but i don't think people understand how much of a harmful repercussion that's going to have on people's lives mm -hmm. beyond the oh my gosh 100 people have died that's like one in two million people have died i find in America. it interesting too piggybacking off that i don't know how many people I'm pretty sure it's the vast majority of them are getting paid for this too. That got, I, I don't know how many people it is, but I know there's quite a few that are getting paid even though they're not forced to go into work, at least for this week so far. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're talking about how a lot of companies are paying. They're paying their employees yeah. that are being quarantined and right now. Unless you're firing or like laying people off, you're legitimately having to pay for them because you still have to pay out their benefits. Um, there's other things like you're talking about, Josh, is where they pay a percentage or your whole salary for the time being. I know, uh, one of my roommates, uh, she got let go temporarily. It's not let go. She got released and they paid one of her two weeks that they said would be the minimum that she has off. So yeah, she's, she has paid for half of it, but she's not getting paid for all of it. And a lot of people, I think this another scary part is people are living paycheck to paycheck in America. Seven out of ten people, I think. Most people don't even have $800 to pay for, like if their transmission goes out, they have to take out a loan. Yeah. So nobody's prepared to lose their jobs. And nobody is going to be, right? like, the harmful ramifications on people's lives is, is going to cause another crash. Or it's legitimately going to crash, like you were saying. It's not really crashed yet. The market's crashing, but gold, silver, all that stuff hasn't been... No, we're not in a recession yet. This yeah. is still... We're still <laughs> crashing. Once people stop getting paid because there's genuinely no more money to go around and places cannot physically open their doors again, that's when we're going to hit a fat recession. I mean, maybe it'll never come, but the way things seem to be going, I mean... It's hard to pull back from something this big, especially how long has it been? Like a week since everything shut down already. That's 
In my mind, yeah, that's here crazy. Here in California, it's yeah. been about a week. Um, I know it happened about the same time in Montana, because um, I had a couple of friends that uh, restaurants shut down at least, and I was just notified the other day that everything else has officially been shut down. Bars, interesting. Movie theaters, everything. Yep, unessentials have been shut down. Which Montana, there's only five cases of it, and no one's died yet in that state. I don't know. I I don't know. That's just. <clears throat> I think they just see what everything else is happening. They're trying to prevent people from out of state from moving in over there. Right now, they're just trying to lock down everything. Like, stop moving around. We're having issues with basic hygiene. <laughs> and it's spreading a virus around, apparently. So, I think that. Yeah. It's super interesting. I don't know. This is definitely a crazy time that we're not... Hopefully, we'll never see again. But... I got a buddy, he lives up in Seattle, and he said it's the craziest thing. It's like a city, but there's just no people. Mm-hmm. Because no one going, no one's going out because it's been mandated. Same as here with you can only go out for a certain number of things, whether it be shopping, getting food, exercise, and I think children can play. There's a couple of other things I don't yep. know all of it. Canada's been here. shut down too. Literally, no one's going out anywhere. The only ones that are really still operating are just the basics, grocery stores and truck drivers. That's pretty much it. Gas stations. It's crazy. I I saw something today, too. Um, Something's happening in Texas with their gas. Interesting. Is it going up or down or uh, limiting it? It's limiting it. Um, Iris posted a thing the other day about... Fill up your fuel tanks, Texans. It's all going to get shut down, which is crazy. That'll be crazy. I wonder if they'll do it the way they've done it before with, like, you're only allowed to fill up on these days. Oh, man. And, yeah, that's another thing is with this whole um, stimulus package or whatever that the government's talking about, I heard some people refer to it as the New Deal. Like, What's the stimulus package? It's uh, $1,000 or $1,500 per person making less than $70,000 a year. Yep. Um, that's, if that is what it is, what I understand it to be, we're, that's going to be, the, have the same harmful ramifications that the New Deal did, and it's just going to extend this even longer. I think that people just need to learn to prepare for things like this and be in a position where this won't be the end of your world. People need to not live on, off of one source of income people need to prepare from like have some sort of emergency fund or fallback or just have the cash flow to maintain through times like this because it's pretty ridiculous like well so that's talking about people just living outside their means like it's people that don't have money coming in and they're buying things knowing that every month they're going to be their income 80% of it is going to go to their expenses. Sometimes it's even more, and people are still okay with that. They think that's great. Well, all of a sudden, you lose your job for two weeks. You're two weeks backed up in payments. You only get 20% left at the end of the month, and that 20% is going to food and whatever else, not your loans. So how do you even come back from that? That's, That's insane. I think that is the number one thing that people need to start looking towards whenever all this goes and finishes they need to figure out how do they make it so that they don't live through this situation again because like right now me personally i'm not living really through this situation the funnest or the hardest part is trying to figure out where the hell i'm supposed to buy food from because there's no freaking food on any of the shelves anywhere yeah i mean i mean unless i want to wait for in the a couple hours over wait, at costco yeah, an hour but, for hours in the yeah it's ridiculous i don't want to do that so but the the amount of people that I don't even know how they're doing it. Like the amount of stress that I would have or had and everything else until I actually elevated my lifestyle and decided that I wasn't just going to spend money on anything I wanted and stuff that I genuinely could not afford. Yeah, it's crazy to see everything play out because everyone was kind of, well, everyone was living high on the hog. Our economy was good, but high on the hog meant they were just spending money left and right because they were making good money. Now all of a sudden it's like we very well might reach a point where you can't even pay to get a job kind of a thing like that's yeah. that's what happened back in 08 was 
you were going to a job to lose money, but it was enough money that you could roll your debt into the next payment without forced mm -hmm. to file bankruptcy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it'll be really interesting to see how things play out, especially with like people's reaction to it. And I'm super excited to see what type of uh, innovation brings us out of it um, and what what all the smart people, like following the concept of following the smart money, like what are the people at the top doing to stay in the game? Like in 08, they were buying properties because they had money mm -hmm. and that was a great opportunity. Not to say that if it's that expensive of an opportunity that I can afford it, but I'm really interesting to see what the big opportunity that comes out of this is. Yeah, I. Hmm. It might be property. I'm sure there's going to be property. Come yeah, I, I mortgages was on, are super super low right now. Yeah, I was which, looking at some the other day, and they were definitely a lot lower than what they were, but still wasn't by much yet, just because it's only been a couple weeks. Yeah, we'll see um, pretty soon here how how everything's going to pan out. With are people just going to be ditching their homes again because they have they've over leveraged but yeah. that's not the stem of this that's another interesting thing is in 08 and the dot-com bubble those were like things in the economy actually changing that this is like an external factor that's throwing a wrench in everything this pandemic instead of oh oops, I we loan too much money yeah now we're screwed. We need the government to bail us out. It's, oh, shoot. There's a pandemic. Everyone's in crisis mode. And no one was prepared for it. The whole, back to the whole government paying out 1500 to $2,000 to each person. That's just, that blows my mind so much. Because if, if someone didn't even have that much money before this happened like how much is that genuinely going to cover it, for them besides essentials far. yeah it's tp and food that's literally it it's not going to save them on anything else it is literally and that's only going to roll you what one month and are you going to pay it again because where are you going to get that money that money all yeah. has to come from somewhere well and that's and just if no raise... one's got jobs no one's paying taxes yep. if no one's paying taxes where's the government getting money and likely it'll just be another loan from china in which case, we're going to be paying that out like four or five fold once this all goes back. And then they're not, it's not like they're going to lower taxes after that. So it'll no. be like a permanent boost. Yeah. Which is not a happy thing. No. This is a very exciting socialism test run for everyone. <laughs> minus yeah. the whole having to work and then come back at the end of the day and still be broke. So mm -hmm. that's So moving on from money, here's a concept. Water as currency. So... There's a there's a whole bunch of different statistics, and this almost threw me into a life of vegetarianism or veganism or whatever. I haven't decided yet, but the whole concept of water as currency is every time you eat a burger or something, you got to think about how much water had to be given for that cow to be alive. So I think it's per burger, so like a little half-pound burger patty, that costs... I want to say it was 50,000 gallons of water just for that one patty. Not not the entire cow, just for that one patty. That's how much water we're burning just on feeding a cow. And most of these viruses, like the coronavirus, just comes from an animal. The H1N1 came from an animal. If we stopped eating animals, plants do have viruses, but they're so much further down on the evolution scale that it's a lot harder to get these for anything to come from them. But that's the whole idea of water as currency is one day it's statistically proven the world will run out of water. We're developing ways to recycle water from septic and everything else. But how do you how do you run out of water? You like just run out of fresh water. water. Yeah, yeah drinkable, drinkable water. water. Okay. Yep. But we're spending water on all of our livestock and everything else just because we love eating meat. And it, it, a lot of European countries are moving on to um, there's like a whole, um, what am I saying? Well, a lot of the European countries, they eat a lot more vegetables in America. America is a huge country in the whole beef and potatoes and everything else. Whereas a lot of Europe, they eat, like I grew up in Turkey and we ate 
cucumbers and tomatoes and cheese for breakfast. I realize cheese isn't vegan, but it's vegetarian. Yeah, um, it wasn't meat though, and it was just because vegetables are good. And a lot of Americans, like I know a lot of people that I've never seen them ever eat a vegetable in their life. And is it just because they don't like the flavor of it? Because there are so many flavors inside of vegetables. But sorry, that was a rabbit trail. Back onto water as currency. What are your thoughts on that? That's interesting. The person you were describing was totally me. Of I don't really eat. I mean, I'll eat like celery and <laughs> uh, and broccoli and stuff, but not cucumbers or a lot of them. I don't know. I'm very picky on things like that. But my thing is like the world. The Earth has like an ecosystem. Like the whole precipitation. Like when water evaporates, it's purified again to an extent. Mm-hmm. And then it comes back and it rains pure. So how are you saying like water as like legitimate currency or just like thinking in terms of how much water it costs to get there? The latter, thinking in terms of okay. how much water it takes um, for something that you don't genuinely need. Well, things like that, going, if water is the fifth, whatever you said, gallons of water to make, to get a burger in front of you. That's not just for that burger, it's for all the burgers, all the steaks, everything that came out of that cow, yeah? Mm-hmm. And then alongside of that, you have, like, you can use, like, I think maybe that's a good way to get yourself into thinking, wow, maybe we should make better use of that leather or better use, like, of more of it so we use more of a holistic, like, what else can we use this cow for instead of just, well, we slaughtered it, we took the meat and dumped the carcass yeah um because that water it does go back like they have to pee it out or whatever yeah it's coming out of their body and because it's not like it's not like it's just disappearing it's it'll slowly like get more and more tainted like the water that supply that we have as more of it goes into the ocean or whatever else and as long so long as we don't have a fast easy way of replenishing that water to its purity like i don't think that it's a fair argument so it, it's i don't not think it's a fair worrying view about to say that it costs that much water because it's not actually costing that much water you have to think about how much water is lost in that process not how much water it took because all that water the majority of it or a fair share of it is still pure water that we have access to oh, okay yeah i mean that's just it's a pretty good argument you got there. Um, is it enough? Okay, so my big thing is I I love eating steak. I love eating cow. I love eating burgers. I have nothing against it. I think, I mean, I'm a big believer that, well, right now they've already developed ways to recycle water. People just don't like drinking water that they know used to be something else. Even though that's literally what happens, I won't even get into how septics work and everything else but wait real quick on that are you saying like people don't like drinking water if they know it's been purified yeah from like so in montana we have a couple places that actually purify the septic and they are turning it into actual water containers well in orange county they take water from anaheim's sewage Mm -hmm. they clean it and they send it into costa mesa and newport yep so, and then they take ours and they send it somewhere else. Yep. So it's not like our tap water isn't that already. Like, yeah, it's not like they just have a nice pump that they're getting it from other, like a lot of the water is being purified. Unless you're getting well water, you're not getting like naturally purified water for the most part, you know? Yeah. But, but yeah. if you were to slap a label on something. Yeah. A lot like, of people don't know that. And it's not yeah. like tap water is... Anaheim sewage if you're in Costa Mesa or whatever. <laughs> oh, God, that's disgusting. Best not to think about it. Um, what was I saying? Oh, but regarding... Because I, I will fight for eating steak till the end of the day. Um, but I'm I'm a believer that it's... If we run out of water, it's because we choose not to recycle it, not because... How do I put it? <sighs> We can go a very, 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 very long time before we would genuinely just... I, I, I don't even know if it's possible to genuinely just 100% run out of water. Well, drinkable not water. Not in our lifetime. Yeah. Unless someone just... Unless something happens to where they... And I'm not trying to say screw the next generation and everything else. I'm just saying I don't think that's actually 
a reasonable argument because we do have ways of purifying water and everything else to make it drinkable and, and everything. And to that end, I think that like AOC's The Green New Deal, I think that was a disaster because she was like, the world is ending in seven years or something like that, when, yeah. however long of a time frame she said. That is what got people in a panic to do, like, the people that believed it and her in general, put all of them into a situation where it was like, you're fighting for your life because yeah. you think you're going to die, so they're going to take drastic change. But realistically, we're not in that situation. To my understanding, like, that'll take a long time to just run out of clean water and and be to the point where there's not enough water or you, you don't even necessarily need pure water like you can survive off of other things like you don't need to drink as much water as we drink too yeah like you can supplement it with other things so, so if you're at the point where you have no water um and not enough of an ability to uh like clean out or clean purify whatever you want to call it all the rest of the water to the point where it's just sustainable to live off of you have to be doing making some intentional moves to get there or someone's just like some corporation or someone something some government entity is doing something knowingly and just ignoring the consequences and it would have to be something big and it would have to be an obvious consequence because that's a hard like that's a lot of water you got to go through really quick mm -hmm. yeah um, moving from that, though, I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to say on that, but no, that's a completely new yeah. theory to me. Like, I've, I've only heard that a couple times, the whole, how many gallons it take to yeah. make that. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Um, you don't eat vegetables. I don't eat a lot of vegetables. <laughs> I, I do eat vegetables and I'm intentional about when I eat the, I, it's just not like something that's super tasty to me. I don't like the flavor. I think that they have a lot of flavor. And I think that's the downfall of it is I don't like the flavor. Like Brussels sprouts, I hate Brussels sprouts. Maybe it's just a lot a of like bit bitter green and stuff. ones and stuff. But like celery is fairly lacking in flavor. So is raw uh, broccoli. Mm -hmm. So I'll eat a lot of broccoli or some something like that. And I'll try and eat it in a situation where I'm not thinking about what does it taste like? Like if I'm playing video games and I just got the munchies or something, mm -hmm. I just want to like feel productive because I'm just sitting there, then I'll eat that. Because if not, I will still eat something and it will not be something good. And well, that really doesn't change. Like I, I'm going to eat it whether I like it or not. Is a lot of, of it texture or flavor? Because vegetables have way more textures than meats do in my opinion. I mean, some of them it is. Um... But not all, like, I think, like, broccoli's kind of got a funky texture. Like, it's got the, the little, it's like, fluffy stocky, part on the top. And then, yeah, then it's like <laughs> fluffy or whatever you want to call it. It's like a bunch of little beads, yep. almost, that you're eating. And oh, has like got that. some woody parts to it. Yeah, I mean, hmm. I, and I am big on texture and things, but that's, like, if I like it. If I don't like it, okay, it's, it's not like it's gross. Like, avocados are super gross to me. Pumpkin pie is super gross. And I can honestly tell you, I don't really know what those taste like. I can't think of it. I can just think of the texture in my mouth, and like it's like mush. <laughs> like so, the opposite so I don't of a like white it. girl. Do you like peppermint? <laughs> yeah. I like okay. Peppermint. Like, okay. What does peppermint have to do with anything? White girls, peppermint mocha, Christmas time. I don't eat drink mocha. So. <laughs> I, okay, I have gotten into coffee recently. Specifically, it's called a bee sting. So I don't know how the hell you make it, but I just know it tastes really good. It's a cup with two shots of espresso, because I asked for two shots of espresso. I don't know how much they're genuinely supposed to put in. I'm pretty sure it's half and half, honey, and then cinnamon on top. That sounds disgusting. It's iced. That sounds terrible. Another weird thing is, yeah, I... <laughs> Are you not on the coffee trend? I'm not on the coffee trend. I try not to consume caffeine in general. Okay. But honey is another thing. The texture, like honey and syrup, the you, okay, sticky is it texture. Okay, nope, texture. I don't even know. Like I've had things that are uh, syrup flavored, 
or uh, honey, I don't like the flavor that much either. And I think a lot of that is different source, like where they're pollinating is like it changes. Yeah, the flavor. it genuinely does change um, the flavor. And a lot of what we get is just a mosh of it all. So yeah, that might be part of it. And supposedly I'm a super taster. I took that test a while back when that was like a thing oh, okay. that people were doing. Yeah. So it might just be that it's too hmm. much and it's kind of I, I know it's really strong if you try and eat it raw. Um, I like it in coffee. I like it more in tea. I don't really... Normally, I just drink... If I'm drinking hot coffee, I'll usually drink it black. If I'm drinking iced coffee, I'll usually have it with cream and honey. I don't know what the reason is, but iced black coffee is just... It's a little bit weird. I'm not the most into that. Um, water flavor, before I lose the whole water train. Can you taste the difference between different waters? Yes. A lot of people say all water tastes the same. I am calling BS that not on true. that. If you have had pure, like... Literally straight from a well water, it is phenomenally different from like what you buy out of, like at a store in a bottle, like um and genuinely Air Arrowhead is the worst. I don't. Know. Oh, I hate Arrowhead. And then right after Arrowhead, I think are like the big brands like Fiji and Fiji's gross. Moss. Smart Water's gross. Yeah, I like Dasani personally. Yeah, Dasani's Dasani really good. Cool. I don't know what it is about it. And I, I couldn't, like, tell you the difference, really, because it's not, Some it's not a feel flavor, really it's a feeling soft. in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. And the softness reminds me of, like, when you're swimming in a pool that's chlorinated or salted, oh. and you just accidentally get a little bit in your mouth. It feels just like that, and I don't want to drink that. And I'd presume that it literally is chlorine in it to, like... Clean it more, water. yeah. Which isn't Fiji water supposed disgusting. to be fresh out of some Fiji I don't spring? believe that it is. <laughs> I don't oh. know what it is, but... Any interesting thing on flavors and texture, like lime, I hate lime. I don't know what it is. Huh. I can eat lemons raw, but lime, I can taste it. If it's an ingredient in something, I know it, whether you tell me or not, it is in there, and I hate it on anything wow. except for a couple Mexican things, like chipotle fries, uh, not fries, chips. Uh-huh. Like That's very strong on lime, but I don't. What, whatever it is about that, hmm. I like that. But I don't like it in almost any other setting. But you like tartness in general. Yeah, like I, I love huh. lemons. I love like sour, spicy, like all those things. Those that's my jam. But yeah. for whatever reason, lime is the worst. That is strange. I you know, there aren't many things that I dislike. Wouldn't um, that be nice? The one thing that I absolutely hate though, they're called plantains. It's a combination of a banana and a potato. What? And you front they are so freaking <laughs> it's sounds... a Cuban thing. They're literally the shape of a banana. You cut them up and you fry them, and they're the texture of like a potato. But huh. they got like stringy. Oh, they are so disgusting. It is so like just eat a potato or eat a banana. Do not serve me a mixture of the two. That's interesting. That uh, that's like my problem with veganism and uh, vegetarian, like vegan and vegetarian foods. It's like they're like, oh, let's let's make. Oh, like a cauliflower burger. pizza? Yes, they're Mushroom like, let's make something that burger. tastes <laughs> like a burger, looks like a burger, that you can't even tell isn't a burger, but it's not a burger. Why not, If I why pay more for something if I could just have the original thing that they're trying to make it taste oh, like? Man. It's so much more, would, too. Like the uh, vegan milkshakes? Yeah, it was like Holy $12 for a oh, vegan man. milkshake versus like $4 for, for a regular one. And then Ridiculous. I'm pretty sure I'd be able to tell the difference. Maybe that's just me being arrogant and because I haven't tried it. But So you're a big milk consumer too. Yes, milk and cheese are my... <laughs> che I love cheese. I eat cheese raw, like uh, like a block of cheese. Just oh, sit there and watch TV. Delicious. But have you had oat milk, almond milk, cashew milk, and regular milk all next to each other? No. Have you had individually? I... I haven't had oat milk unless it's an ingredient in something. Okay. I don't think I've had cashew milk at all. Maybe as an ingredient at some weird hipster place because my sister's into that scene. But like almond milk. Um, I, okay. Almond milk is like water. I don't like. It's like colored plain, flavored water. <laughs> plain almond milk is nasty. Vanilla flavored almond milk? Dude, that stuff is good. I don't know what it is about it. Oat milk is pretty good too. For some reason, it's creamy. That's what I've heard. It, it's isn't weird. that like the froth when you cook, like oats? It's that's what I've heard. Like I don't know I don't if that's know. true. I'm, I'm not sure into that it. scene too much, but <laughs> it is more expensive than cow milk. So, 
And where? How do you milk an oat? Yes, going wow. back to saving money for a recession. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> I mean, unless you're lactose intolerant, which those are fantastic options for it. Just buy regular milk. Buy it from Costco, well, too. You get two gallons for the price of one at any other store. Yeah, interestingly, like, I'm... Right recently, I've been like, oh, I should try at least vegetarian, maybe vegan. I was actually going to try, like, now, but that lifestyle is really expensive and i don't i'm not working right now too much so i need to not spend more money um but like almond milk the, th the fact that they call it milk is what bothers me because as an ingredient like in a smoothie or something um just as the liquid like it doesn't taste bad um are you just expecting it to good. taste like cow milk when you go to drink it well being that cow milk is just called milk i think that like sets the standard i i know that that's not just like ketchup ketchup is like sauce so if you go to other places they don't mean heinz or hunt's tomato ketchup it mm -hmm. could be like blueberry ketchup but i just maybe it is my expectations are weird i don't love it but i think it's a good ingredient mm. for the most part i don't know if you can make like a milkshake out of it or something but with what? Sorry. Like almond milk oh, or something like okay. that. Oh, okay. But I just think that maybe it might be my expectations, but... Almond milk is really good in pancakes. Really? I say that. It is probably my favorite way to make pancakes is with that's almond milk instead of regular. That's interesting because it's... You can use water or you can use milk, and that's mm -hmm. like a halfway point. That's usually what yeah. I tell people is it's... It's, <laughs> it's like halfway between It's the colored and slightly and... flavored. <laughs> have you ever made it? I've made it. Made almond milk? Yeah. No. You like you peel them all, then you um, turn it into a powder, and then you mix it with water. It it's kind of funky. So it's like not powdered milk, but it's just powder mixed with water. Kind of, I. It's like mixing protein powder into water. It just yeah, but like you soak the um, you soak it beforehand too. It's, oh, it's a whole process. And then you strain it and everything. Anyway, yeah, it's it's hard to explain, but it's interesting. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it milk. See, I feel Maybe like they the if they didn't call it milk. I, yeah, what would you call it? You could <laughs> so they had to brand it somehow to make yeah. people think. Maybe that's just we're lactose intolerant. We want milk, so almond milk it is kind of a thing. Well, uh, that's another curious thing. Like how how does that lactate milk that's lactose free work? It's super interesting. We should have we should talk we to, should Jake talk to Jake one time on yeah this. yeah because I I'm sure I've heard stuff about like. They remove, they genetically alter it so it hmm. doesn't have it. I don't know. I'm not actually informed on that, so we should talk to Jacob about that because I don't like talking about things. I, I don't like giving my opinion if it's an ungrounded opinion. So yeah. Well, he knows more about that stuff than I do too. So Anyway, back to things we know something about. <laughs> um, the reason why I want to go vegetarian or vegan isn't, well, it's partially just because of the water currency thing, even though now... I actually took some time to think through it. I'm reconsidering my thoughts. But <laughs> the main reason is I want to reset my palate. So it's a new thing that I saw online. It's called resetting your palate, which is where your body is just used to it. So my daily meals that I eat have gotten so routine, the flavors that I eat, that I haven't actually, I haven't explored my palate. Yeah, it's in like a the long whole concept time. of when, if, you, if you live, you don't want to live life at a constant high. Like, uh, for example, in a constant state of an orgasm, because eventually it's just gonna level out, and that's your new standard for normal. Yeah. So you like the first time you had a steak or the first time you had ice cream. That's what you're trying to get. Oh, I to. remember the first time I had a ribeye, and it was fantastic. Now I like I had ribeye the other day, and it was it was great. It was still great, but I I feel like I've just lost a lot of the flavors in my mouth or my head. So I I want to reset my palate and just do like even if it's just like six months or something of just eat, or it, it's also just exploring an entire new flavor profile through vegetables that I don't really have because I don't I, I mean I eat vegetables but I'm not like I think tonight I'll have a smorgasbord of vegetables for it's not even a smorgasbord but I, I don't like how do I say it I make stuff with meat and I'll tr like make new things with vegetables it's usually just 
either on the side or it's the garnish on top or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're like yeah, for sure. One of my favorite things is a parsnip puree over potatoes. I've only had it like three times. I want to actually explore the different flavors. Other I want to, like yeah. So yeah. by resetting my palate, not only am I also exploring the entire vegetable kingdom. I'm also resetting my flavor profile for the entire animal kingdom as well. Yeah, see. And I think that would just be a fun experiment just to do on myself, even if it's not. Interesting. Like, I, the reason I want to do it is because, A, like, you can't, how can you, the best way to argue a side is to be able to argue the other side better than the person you're arguing with, right? Yep. You heard that, like, to know your side fully, you need to understand the other side. Yep. So... A, I want to do that, and I think that'd be a good, interesting thing to try. I think it'd be, like, a healthy thing to try, um, all, especially with all the people saying, like, oh, it, you feel the best, you, it's the best, whatever. I'm skeptical of all that, so I want to I want to know that. I also don't like, uh, like, why not try it? If it's supposed to be healthier, mm-hmm. why not? It Maybe I'll love it, maybe I'll hate it, but if I tried it, then I know. And maybe I try it and I hate it, but it makes me feel the best. I do a lot of things just because like, I feel the best. Like reading books. I Reading books is the, some, sometimes the hardest thing for me, but it just like makes me feel great. Yeah. Like, if I, when you complete a book, even if you hate it, if it's agonizing, like if you finish it and you're like, wow, I learned something from that. Good. Or you hit the gym and you, have a, you really struggle. Afterwards, you just feel great. Yeah. It's not for the moment. So like eating... This has been like the biggest thing. I, like I lost twenty five pounds recently. Oh, well, that's what I've kept off. It's twenty five pounds. <laughs> Wait, you kept off? Yeah, it's so just I... looming on your shoulder. You know, it's gonna come back. You no, kept it off. Like I lost like thirty five, and <laughs> yeah, I gained awesome. some back. Um, but <laughs> what I've kept off was the so, addition. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. So I've been like trying to think. Like, like eating is a big thing for me. Like I used to say, eating is a pleasure a joy of life like why do people just like i have a friend he just eats chicken and rice legitimately only chicken and rice and i think that similar to your palate point the goodness and nutrients that your body gets from it if it's only if you're only eating the same thing you're not going to be at the heightened state of like when you first got to that so you gotta yeah um it's like cycling when you're working out you can't always be bulking you want to cut so that your bulking isn't just okay nothing's happening i'm not going up anymore Mm -hmm. uh same thing with like you want to do that with reps you don't want to always be doing like i'm just doing a one rep max every time and it's going up like sometimes you got to do something like a five by five where that propel that helps you in both sets Mm -hmm. and it's a new challenge so i I like taking on new challenges so i'm going to try and do that if this whole coronavirus ever blows over, yeah, and I can afford it again. But yeah, I think that'll be a good. I think it'll be good for my body in that way. And then hopefully I'll learn a good le- lesson about it. Maybe I'll just hate it the whole time, and I'll learn a good lesson of I can maybe I can do without <laughs> some of these things I like, and I'll be able to keep the rest of that thirty-five pounds off. You know, I'm trying to decide if labels so we we touched on the whole almond milk milk label do they make labels for the benefit of people that genuinely cannot eat meat anymore or are lactose intolerant or do they make it just because they try and make it sound appealing to anyone that would potentially want to eat it i bet that they're marketing it towards that person like specifically milk um it's like lactose if you're lactose intolerant if you have something else that is oat milk you're like whoa i can still drink milk i can still have dairy products less the dairy that i can't have and i'm sure that they get some overflow of other people like oh great i don't i think that's just it's a really interesting marketing scene like i know the whole uh cauliflower and it, it started with mushrooms mushrooms were the big like crossover quote unquote um, like the portobello mushroom burger or just the mushroom burger or then it was the black bean burger and now it I don't even know what the they hell just it say is plant based the, the impossible yeah, the plant impossible based burger, burger. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but like mushrooms are like the first one to try and I don't know and now cauliflower is like the big thing cauliflower rice cauliflower, yeah, cauliflower pizza crust bread, anything yeah it I think the biggest thing on that like I think the milk one is 
for that example. I think that now what they're doing like with the Impossible Burger, maybe they were originally trying to cater to the vegans and stuff. I think they're trying to bridge the gap. It's like you got all the people who there to eat burgers, and now they're saying, look, this is this is as good as a mm-hmm. burger. But I don't know. The, imp- the name Impossible Burger really is a huge, fat turnoff to me as far as that food goes. It makes me think, wow, maybe it should stay impossible. Maybe <laughs> so- maybe God did not <laughs> create this naturally. This has taken so long for us to be able to just create. So the Impossible Burger, it has not come to Montana yet. Interesting. And so when I first came out here and I was looking at a menu and I was looking at the burgers that I wanted to get, the Impossible Burger sounds like a burger with a fried egg, onions, like the shoestring onions that are fried and everything, bacon, just, just a like huge, some, the Impossible, yeah. yeah we got like Impossible, like one of those eating challenges. Yeah, and I read it, I'm like, it's a fucking plant-based burger, <laughs> what the hell, why is it called the Impossible Burger? I don't, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, that doesn't sound It's impossible to, to yeah, eat. Yeah, I'm like, wow. therefore... It, <laughs> You should oh order and gosh. pay extra for it. Yeah, is it? I don't know. It makes me think like it's impossible to make a fake beef patty, so we'll call it the Impossible Burger because it's made out of plants. And it's like plant based does not like at least black bean burger or like a lentil burger or something or a mushroom burger. It makes me like get a general flavor idea in my head of what's when it just says it's plant based. That's another I think thing. It's it's tofu like... like that does not sound good to me. Like yeah, yeah. That's interesting. But yeah, back to coronavirus. I think that through these hard times, you should try new things that are going to help you in the long run, but maybe not eat plant-based burgers because those are expensive. Yeah. Well, <laughs> everything's going to get expensive. I don't know. But I think we have some pretty good topics for today. Yeah, That's... I mean, what? We, <laughs> we rabbit trailed so far. We were on the coronavirus, touched on politics and different things. Water is currency. That was a whole new thing for me. Veganism and trying new things. Yeah. My weird eating patterns. (laughs) I mean, all I can say is is do that in my mouth because I love all the food. I just need to refresh my palate and it'll all be so much better. It already tastes great. It's just going to taste so much better once I cleanse my palate and do it all over again. Yes. well. Well, thanks for talking, Kyle. It's been real. We'll see you all next time on Fat Broken Single.